0: Good evening everyone, and just recently I've been, uh, you know, reflecting on, you know, how thinking mind, you know, we all think, isn't it? Sometimes some of those uh, thinking minds, sometimes you can't stop, isn't it? It's so, it's so intense, you know, and, and, and it reminds me of how, you know, with all the, our thinking minds, we have thoughts, how we create our own world. So we are what we think, all that we are arises with thoughts. So with our thoughts, we create our world, isn't it? Whatever we think and then the mind is just naturally, you know, the more you think about it and you will create that because the thoughts will manifest in the world. You know, you have the inner chapter, isn't it? The thoughts come, then inside you have, you know, you you start, you start to make up the story, you know, you're talking to yourself, you know, the inner chapter. And then that is into, then because from the one little single thought that arises, and then it manifests into talking, speech, like inner chatter, it's into words, you know. And then the words will manifest into deed. It will add the point, isn't it? First come with the thoughts and then be thinking about it, followed by, we will do it, isn't it? We will add upon that. And this is how it manifests, so then you and then the same act you do it again and again, you repeat that again, you you, you develop into the habits, you so become a habit, and then it become a habit and then it's hardened into the characters you know like part of like your habit you have this very strong happy pattern or just become part of your personality and it, and when it becomes your characters become like your personality, that is really ingrained. It's quite difficult. <laughs> because this is how it's keep, you know how we reinforce, you know. They said the Buddha said, you know, wash your thoughts, you know, with and it's way with care. And spring and let it spring from love. So sometimes, we, sometimes like we, when we have this unwholesome or something things like, that thoughts come, we we t- we tend to identify ourselves, we judge ourselves, isn't it? We think that it's terrible, or oh, how come I, I think this way? I'm terrible, I'm bad, and you and then you started to feel guilty about that. I remember when I was Anangarika's many years ago when I was Anangarika's, so. After Dana, I normally, I want to quickly go back, I just want to meditate and then we have one of our volunteers used to come and he he used to help us, you know, then of course when he come to help us and at least, you know, then there's some Ajah uh, and then there's some Vemba And then, you know, you cannot just say, off you go, you know. Someone come and, and then help you. You still have to, you know, sit and have a cup of tea, you know, talk to them and entertain a little bit. That is usually, usually is you annoying me. <laughs> I was thinking, when is this person going? Why is he still hanging around? I just want to meditate. <laughs> Then after that, I feel guilty. <laughs> I feel guilty because I know that he's such a nice person. I know that he's helping us. On one hand, I know that he's such a nice person helping us, but on the other hand, I can't help myself have this these unwholesome thoughts, you know, thinking that, oh, you disturbed. You know, why did not you go early? I want to meditate, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's and then you, you uh, this is uh, something I learned to just, you know, not to judge, just to, just to accept sometimes that like, we not to try to control. The goal of meditation is not to try to control our mind, not to think you cannot do that. Actually is is to is to not to allow those thoughts to control us. So seeing that if I continue to do that, then but we are not trying to pretend, you know, pretend that is is I'm not, then you try to suppress. But then, if you feel guilty, you reinforce. So that's it. Sometimes you just acknowledge. You know, we not pretend that yes, this is how I feel. Yes, this is something that is unwholesome. This is something that leads me to more suffering because you you get upset, you get angry, (laughs) and then you know that it costs you suffering, and then you have to learn to okay. You know, we 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 first of all we recognize that. And we acknowledge, yes, this is how I feel, you know But this is not, not to judge ourselves, you know And accept that who we are, it's okay That you, Recently someone said to me that, you know, oh, she has all these distracted thoughts Especially a loss of anger and think of someone and, and so much anger come out Then I told this person, and then, and then she kept thinking about, you know And then that particular person, even you know, the person is not right in front of her and then she just can't stop herself, like a loss of anger, you know, you know, the anger aroused in her. Then I thought and then she feel really why I still have anger a bit because the person is not there. And then I and I told her, I said, if you have no anger, you are either uh, once non-returnal or you're fully enlightened. <laughs> I said, of course you have anger uh, You know, some people think that I shouldn't feel angry I shouldn't have anger I said, of course you have anger But at least you know that you're having it. You, 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 You're angry You're not pretending that you're not You know, It's just like the Buddha I like one of the Buddha saying He said, a fool know that he's a fool He's still wise to that extent If a fool thinks that he's wise He's indeed a fool, isn't it? You think, that, oh, I'm okay. You pretend that, you know, I'm all right. But we, we, we just be honest about that. This is how we feel. We don't judge that it's good or bad. It's just that you know that, you know, then uh, this is how it will go. You know, is this is how that you don't reinforce. But sometimes by running away or suppressing it will, you know, it will reinforce And that's why this reminds me of the Buddha scene In one of the Buddha's teaching when, when he was a still uh, an enlightened uh, uh, bodhisattva So he said he, you know, he talked about two kinds of thoughts, you know He would divide, you know, the thoughts into two So one is a unwholesome thoughts, one is a wholesome thoughts, you know So then what is unwholesome thoughts? The thoughts like, you know Sometimes it's not all thinking is bad it's not that you shouldn't think, you know. Sometimes people think that they shouldn't think. No, no, it's not that all thinking is bad, you know. But sometimes those thinking, those thoughts that leads you to suffering, leads you to, to negative, you know, the, the unwholesome state of mind, or negative state of mind, and that leads you to suffering. And that's kind of thought then you we, we have to learn to how to overcome that, you know. So what is unwholesome thoughts that you think of, you know, follow your sensual pleasure but doesn't mean that you know you you, you should feel guilty when you have some delicious food (laughs) that I shouldn't enjoy my food it's no it's just that yes yeah this is how you feel it's it's nice food, it's delicious yeah you just acknowledge And that's it. But you're not thinking of, you know, how can I get this? You know, like because when the greed comes, the desires, and then sometimes because of we we attach to it so much that we want it so much, that sometimes we get things even on the expense of others. Then you'll cause you suffering because you're harming others because of for your own, you know, on the expense of others that getting what you want. And that is unho- it's, it's unwholesome. It's, it's not all desires. It, it's not that we shouldn't have desires. If we have no desires, we can't go to the toilet, we can't eat. You know uh, Actually, some desires have no karmic consequences. When, you, when, you, when, when you're hungry, you have desires to eat, you know? And then you have desires to come to listen to Dharma talk, you don't have to eat. That, that kind of desires will not lead you to. To, to unwholesome state of mind or or commit any unwholesome uh, uh, uh deed, you know, like 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 like, like, like uh, Ananda also uh, tell, he he he, told, he he also mentioned that you know when he said that sometimes these desires will help you do abandon all desires because you have the desires to come to practice you have the desires to 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 walk the path you you first of all you have the desire to do it isn't it. And you have the desires to come here. You have the desires to do that first. You know, if not, you you you, you will not start practicing. And it's okay. It's not. It's not that we shouldn't have any desires or we shouldn't have any sensual pleasure or we don't. You don't have to feel guilty if you know you have. But you know, when 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 you eat when you're eating, you find that you see, if the food is delicious, you just acknowledge that it's delicious. That's it. But not to not to think that how can I get it, you know, uh, next time, you know, and I, I want it more and more and more. That's so as a monastic, we used to do the we used to reflect when we eat. So we said we eat it only you know, for nourishment of the body, you know, keeping it healthy and for living the holy life, thinking this, I will allay hunger without overeating, so that I may continue to live blamelessly and at ease. Like not to like sometimes I, you know from from one one the food is delicious delicious. From one feeling we create another feeling and then we want more. And then that is greed come. So it's okay. We we just enjoy. If you know, the food is delicious, you enjoy it, it's fine, you know. And or ill will. Ill will is something that when you're having ill will, anger towards others, and this also leads you to negative negative state of mind, unwholesome state of mind, you know. Everybody know when you're angry, how do you feel? It's not something that is pleasant. And this also, you know, leads you to unbeing negative. Like sometimes you always think of negative things. It becomes so negative. I remember some years ago, and I I come across someone is so negative. Like a, a compliment becomes like a criticism to this person. I remember the other person come and tell me, you know, I just I, I I I I was I was uh, uh, praising this person. It's a compliment. I tell this person, "Wow, you you you. Sometimes you do have good idea." But to this person, is compliment. But to the other person, was very angry. She said, "I only sometimes have good idea." <laughs> It's, it's, it's normal. We, we, no, no one, you know, no one in this world always have good idea, isn't it? But sometimes we have good idea, we are so happy, isn't it? Oh, but do that person actually try to praise that person? That person actually is just a, a compliment, you know, the person who, 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 who gives the compliment to the other person, but the, the other, the receiving end, got upset. And this person said to me, why is she upset? <laughs> and she said to me that, I only sometimes have good idea. <laughs> like you know, sometimes when you are negative, whatever go through you filter out, you see, negative. You become so negative. Nothing is good enough. And they said the Buddha said, you know, if you if you whenever you know that you frequently think and point a point, you know, that is, will becomes the inclination of your mind. Your mind inclined that way. Because you keep thinking, you know, if your mind keeps repeating, you know, thinking about negative things, it become very negative. Even someone like this person, someone even praise you. You can't even take compliments. So you will somehow would think that it's, you know, like this person like, still can think that. We, we all look at, speechless, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, it's a compliment to us, you know. Like Of course, we don't always have good good idea, you know it's it's natural, isn't it? it's normal, isn't it? then we said, we are speechless can't say anything and and this is how we the Buddha said, we we become very strong inclination, we become so negative if we are become so negative you are unable to really enjoy things, you know and and and, and, uh, and because this is how we manifest, we reinforce and make it so so so, so we, we manifest and we amplify. Sometimes we amplify our our suffering. We make it very strong. Sometimes things that is very small, little thing, it become very strong. Uh, I remember that we used to random pinter, but there was a couple, and then one time when I went there, the husband wasn't there. And then asked where's your husband. He said, "Okay, my husband just passed away uh, last week. He committed suicide. He hanged mm. himself in the in the garage because he lost his job. You see, sometimes that uh, you think that it's, it's such a big deal, isn't that? When you focus that you when you focus on oh, you know, you, how how the mind, how you manifest the one little thought thing. Oh, I lose my job. If I lose my job, this will happen. or oh, that will happen. This will happen. <laughs> you know? Then." And it becomes like unbearable, like, like almost the end of the world because we, we focus on that and this is how we keep reinforcing. And, and, and then we, after that we believe that and this is how we create our world. I remember that, uh, that, 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 that one of our supporters, she told me, it's a real story she told me, she told us, she said that um, she used to go past a place and there was a fight with the bikies and she believed there was one of the biky passed away because of the fight, and then 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 whenever she go, she walk past, she she drove past, she feel there's an energy there, like some beings there needing her loving kindness. So whenever she go past there, she said metta, loving kindness to this being may you be well and happy. You know, she's and then she feel like, she feel. The, the energy getting stronger and stronger. She can feel the energy that needing her meta, you know. Then each time she go past, she, she do that all the time. She be doing that, I think, for, for almost three years. Then after three years, then somehow she found out that actually this bikey is still alive. <laughs> but this is how, you know, you, 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 because... because you know, sometimes the more you think about it, you know, you start to, 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 to feel that way, isn't it? But for example, sometimes, like you know, in the, we, we stay in the monastery, we stay in the bush, and we always, like, sometimes, like, you know, summer comes, we, we have ticks, you know. That if someone get takes bite, they said they're very itchy. You started to feel itchy. Oh, maybe I got one. And this is how psychologically you, you think that you you have it. This is how we the Buddha said we, we we actually we create that ourselves. We create our own mind with the thoughts. We create our own mind. So we want to see what we want to see, you know. When we believe in something, somehow we will see it. That's why I keep telling people. I said. Some people said, Oh, I, I will not believe it until I see it, you know. Actually I said and then people think that you know seeing is believing, many people said that isn't it? But I said should be the other way around. Believing is seeing. When you believe, you see somehow see, you block off you block off your mind, you use you want to see what you want to see. It's just they say sometimes it's so tricky. They said when we practice, when we develop our mind, when we have more clarity, we're able to see. When I started to practice, I can see some of the things that I normally don't see it myself. I started to see. I can even see that how that people that I liked, that I try to, I have I can easily excuse, and I try to block off, not to see. Like, I remember when I was in Thailand, there was a lady, she's very kind to me, and I just because I like her, I like her. And when somebody told me about her behavior, that actually, deep down, I have that natural, that kind of resentment, like, I don't want to believe that, you know. You, you try to block off, you don't want to see it, you know. And I can see that myself that is is I'm doing that. I can see that like someone that I like, I can see that I, even though someone tell me that, oh, this person behavior, then because you like this person, then you try to think you, you I, I try to give myself all sorts of excuses. Maybe this person is not like this, you know. You know how you try to justify. And then, then some, I can see that sometimes like, like people that I don't like, I immediately jump into the conclusion, you know. You see, this person do that again. Like, very easily we judge, isn't it? Because we don't like that person. And this is how sometimes, you, 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 you know, how our mind, that's how, we, how, we, how, we, how we create our world. They said the Buddha said. If you frequently think and point a point that so becomes... The inclination of the mind. They say it's so important that in you know, develop your, your mind, you know that that's why sometimes that there's this is 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 okay. Even you have unwholesome thoughts, you don't judge yourself. So you just look at it. Okay, I'm not going to follow that. I'm not going to 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 uh, to reinforce that to make it a strong inclination, not to manifest into a uh, develop that habit. You know the strong habit. You know. And we just okay. we just, you know, recognize, acknowledge, accept, you know, forgive ourselves, forgive, and we just let it go. A lot of people don't see the acceptance itself is letting go, because sometimes we cannot accept, because come from a sense of self. So we are good and nice person, but when we have unwholesome thoughts, we tend to judge ourselves that we, we are not a nice person, we are not a good person, we are terrible. And this is how, because come from the sense of self. But rather than come looking at, okay, just accept who we are. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we might be a bit grumpy. Sometimes we a bit uh, 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 feel agitated, irritated. It's fine. This is how we feel. So we love ourselves as we are. We, you know, this is how we learn, you know, that to be... That to de- develop the more a positive state of mind. So because anything, any unwholesome, like ill will, anger, jealousy, and all these is, 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 is this is the, will, will, will will lead you to an a negative and emotion unwholesome emotion and they lead to suffering. And we be able to see that. That's like why we, we we stop following these thoughts. You know that the Buddha's also. The Buddha's also give another teaching about how to remove this kind of, you know, distracting thoughts, these thoughts that leads us to suffering. And now we talk about what is wholesome, what is, un- what is unwholesome, and then what is wholesome, wholesome, you think about what I can give, what can I help, you know, and, and because it's, when we think of that, it's because it's opposite of like will, and you think of loving kindness, and like, like desires, you think of, you think of, renunciation you think of you think of giving you think of what can i give actually you can train yourself every day get up in the morning what i can give today you know that actually actually they give you you know that, that that develop this you know positive mind state you know and that bring you happiness when you give you feel happy i remember i remember when my, my mother passed away the first few months I, I still have grief, I still grieve, you know, the first few months from time to time, not all the time, sometimes, you know, when I think of her, because I feel, I, I just like, I grieve because of I have lost my mom, you know. Then suddenly one day, I just stopped, I was thinking, why I been, why I been thinking that I lost my mom? Why don't I just look at it, things the other way? You know, rather than rather than I have lost her, why don't I think I have her this many years? Because 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 my mother passed away when I was in my late 30. So I said, and then why don't I look at it that I have her for all these 30 over years? Then I started to reflect on her good qualities. That's like such a nice person, her good qualities. Actually, when the moment when I do that, Actually, I have so much joy, and that's I was so I feel so blessed and I feel so grateful that I must have done lots of good karma in my previous life to deserve someone in my life. And then I can tell you since that day on whenever I think of my mother, I have. No sadness, nothing. It's only joy and happiness. I remember when I told one of our supporters, she said, Oh, I, I would love that if my children think of me, if I pass away, with joy and happiness. To me, he said, that this is the best inheritance I have from my mum, because the qualities, her qualities. They why I keep telling people, it's not how much money you leave behind. how how you live your life, the quality that you live your life. If you're a nice person, compassionate person. Then because of my mom, after my mom, and then after a few years, my father passed away, and then after three months, my brother passed away. I can tell you, when my father passed away, I, I, I did not grieve at all. It doesn't mean that I don't love him. You know, I really appreciate, I really feel so grateful that, you know, that my that I, 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 have, I have my parents, you know, and I, I, just, I just focus on the good qualities and bring me so much joy and happiness, you know, that such a generous and kind person. My mother's very generous, like, like her, her, her friend needs help. Sometimes like she's that time, many, many years, at like 30, 40 years, $10 is, is a lot, you know. Like, sometimes she's having only $10, her friend need a journey, she give it to her friend because she thinks that her friend it you know, she does not need it. And, and, and also, she's very kind, even, you know, my, my that time, my family, my brother, they're doing a, a bakery business, and then, of course, uh, we have our workers and things like that. So my mother used to cook, and then she's so kind. When she fried a fish, she choose a nice one to give to others. She said, "Make sure that you know you want to give." And she this is what she told me: when you give you make sure you give something good to others. And then she will keep those that you know, doesn't look nice, you know, looks you know, those fish that, that she fried that is not so nice, she keep it. She said, if you want to give, make sure you give the best to others. She have those quality. And that's really bring up so much joy and happiness. And I so I'm so grateful that I have her in my life. And this is how then I changed immediately, you know, it just changed my whole the whole way of thinking. And I must say that's partly also is maybe it's come from my previous life that that normally when when even when I was young, I normally like things that make me unhappy. I, I, I was I always tell myself, why I want why I want to focus on things that make me unhappy. There are so many things that make me happy. Why don't I just focus on things that make me happy? And then this is how decided I normally do I normally didn't carry with me too long, like even someone being nasty to me or make me angry. Sometimes I think I should get angry, but very fast it's passed because it becomes like part of my nature that I just don't focus on those, you know, that make me upset. Because why I want to focus on that to make myself upset, you know? They say sometimes, like if, if you, 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 you will never live a positive life if you think negative. So when we say, when we say staying positive doesn't mean that you know that when you're positive things then things turns out will be all okay <laughs> it's not you know that you'll be okay no matter how things turns out it's, it's not that you're being positive then you will you change the whole situation no it's okay, not the end of the world. you can always find something you know they say it's good that even before you go to bed you can always find something that make you smile, make you happy and that's helped you to develop that that strong inclination you know so I just recently I just spring my anger you know when I put my foot my leftover foot out you know my kuti, that day I was having my day off. And then all the time I do that, I'm okay. But that day I was stripped over by a, a, a stone, a rock. I was spraying my angers, and my angers as tennis ball, you know, can't walk. And I crawl back, <laughs> I crawl back, I crawl back. And I'm so, I was so grateful even I spray my anger. I'm so grateful that it's happened in my kuti It's not happened outside or in the airport because I used to travel. I'm so grateful. For that, so I'm grateful that I'm still okay now. I'm grateful that I don't have to last minute cancel. You know, like I have to ask someone to come and cover me because I can't walk. I can't walk, and I'm so grateful that I still can walk. I'm so grateful I still can turn up. So even I spray my anger, it's okay. You can always think that you know, it's it's, it's always something that is you you grateful of. You know, grateful for that is you know this. I'm so grateful that it's happened. And happened that, because another two weeks I'm going to travel, I'm going to to, to Sydney, then to to Melbourne. Then I said, luckily it happened now. So I still have two weeks to to recover. But if you keep, you know, if your mind Keep thinking, you know, how terrible You know, sometimes you see how, how some parents You know, how the way they teach their children When the children fall down They teach the children to hit the floor Blame the floor, hit the floor <laughs> or, 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 or when they, when they hit the, the, you know that They blame, the, that they hit the wall Or hit the rock, you know When they fall down, trip over by the Now I'm not going to hit the, the rock because I trip over Oh, terrible, I don't blame that, you know But this is not A good example isn't to teach them, you know, this way, you know, to to blame, you know. But just okay, whatever happened is fine. It's okay, you know. And because the moment, you even you train yourself that way, because I find it very useful, that practice present moment awareness is very important. Because uh, I know sometimes people come to me and ask me, what is the best meditation when near death? (laughs) You're going to die. I said, there's no best meditation for that. I said, you just have to train yourself. Like, like more like a default setting. You know, train yourself. Keep bringing your mind back to present moment awareness, present moment awareness. And then whenever you know this is something that is... The moment you catch yourself that this is something that is a, a negative, you know, thoughts or unwholesome thoughts, you know, that, that cause you, leads you the suffering, then you just, you train your mind to bring back the present moment, awareness, stay present. And actually, if you keep doing that again and again and again, I can guarantee you, you naturally, your mind, you will not get lost in your, in, in your thinking, in your thoughts. You have to train. If you keep training, actually, sometimes, yes, maybe at the beginning you get lost in your thoughts, you know. Sometimes, like you know, people get lost in their thoughts, you know. They go to to Siberia without knowing how they get there, you know. Go on and on the mind, you know. Then they don't even know how they get there. But after after few after you've been training your mind, practice present moment awareness. Whenever you catch yourself. You know, it's okay, whenever you catch yourself, wonder off, you know, especially with those unwholesome thoughts that leads you to anger, that leads you to an unwholesome state of mind, you train your mind back to present moment awareness. Bring it back again and again. When you do that, actually, over a period of time, I can tell you it's natural because you've been trained that way. Like, you become a very strong inclination. Whenever you have unwholesome thoughts, you know, your mind come back. You know, you, 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 this is how you train. And then maybe in the past, you get lost in your thoughts. Maybe you can even even write a storybook. But slowly as you train, you can find yourself, sometimes you still get lost in your thoughts. But sometimes maybe go to a few pages. Then slowly go to one page. And then maybe go to one paragraph, a two paragraph, And sometimes... Just a few words. Now, sometimes, when um, your mindfulness is strong enough, you'll be able to catch sometimes uh, the little thoughts that arises that moment. Yeah, immediately when your mindfulness is is is, is sharp, it's just a very sharp knife. It stops immediately. Then there's no 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 shortcut. You have to train that way. So you train your mind like become. This is how you condition your mind. So when you have a s- strong inclination, is it's just you. You don't have to worry. It's just like a default setting. That is just automatically your mind won't follow that. That 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 thoughts. You were not lost in that thoughts. This is how you keep training your mind. So it's important that you try to practice present moment awareness in your daily life, and not to underestimate that. That's why I told someone, and someone asked me what is the best meditation, you know, when near that, you know. So I said, if you be able. live in present moment awareness, you are ready to die any moment because you learn peace you learn to make peace if every moment is okay whatever we experience this moment you learn to make peace it's okay this is how i feel sometimes we we're not accepting how we feel because come from the sense of self how we think who we think we are how we identify ourselves you know i think that is it i i I know that you know i i uh, when when I was a, a, a when I was a lay person, I used to sometimes very obsessive, like like it's a perfectionist. Like, things have to be really perfect, you know. Then I I, get, I remember when I was still uh, an I still to get so annoyed with when people arrange flower not not. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know semantical, you know, it's just how you know, very obsessed, cannot stand. Sometimes then I have to tell myself, I have to restrain myself, no, no, no. I'm not gonna to touch. I almost want to touch, you know, then rearrange all that. Then I tell myself, no, 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 it's okay not to get obsessed with that, you know. Then slowly I, I let I let go. Then I I'm okay now. I'm not so obsessed with like things that's not, you know. I have to balance, you know. <laughs> you know, I have to go. I have to I have to I have to go the same. I have to go same way. You know, when when I look at people, sometimes they arrange the flowers, and then sometimes that the when, when you bend this way, you have to be mirror image. This side you have to bend left, but some people do do the the the, the flowers is. You know, both one side. Then when they put it there, it's so I made me eyesore. (laughs) I was really eyesore when I look at it. Then I just have to. I just train myself that no, 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 not to get obsessed. You know. So then now I'm okay. I don't care. (laughs) And last time also, last time also, also with 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 even hanging clothes with my packs. I have to same type of packs, same color. i because I can't stand when things is not not tidy, you know. But now, now I've this. I now I just okay. It doesn't matter what kind of color, mixed color, you know. Then I have to learn to just let go. I keep t- I, this is how I just restrain. You have to learn to restrain. You, you if, especially you know that you have this habit, so you have to you have to restrain yourself. Don't do it. That, that's why even though I have that edge of... Almost want to touch, but I tell myself, no, 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 I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. Do it. Not to do it. But now I'm okay. I don't feel really eyesore, you know. Like sometimes people is really so, so obsessed, you know. Like we call it OCD, you know. When you have OCD, then when when someone have OCD, they they can't even say OCD. They have to say CDO. <laughs> can't even say the was OCD because you have to you have to follow alphabet, you know. So you become CDO. Yeah, and this is how you train your mind. Restraining is also part of that, restrain your mind not to follow that. And that's why, then it, and also as I said, the Buddha also mentioned in one of the teaching that how to remove, how to overcome, remove this kind of. It's more like a distracting type of thoughts that leads you to unwholesome state of mind. So the the, the 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 first one he said that when you have this kind of distracting thoughts that you know that leads you to unwholesome state of mind, that you can replace replacing the mental object. Like for example, you have ill will then you try to replace with loving kindness or you have desires, you think of what I can give, you know, you you, you replace your mental object. So this is one of the ways, you know, to replace. If you constantly think of, you know, like you have that kind of uh, 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 tendency of like thinking of what you can get and then you have very strong desires, then you can just change that to think of what I can give, what I can I can give to others, and you have to because if you keep repeating it, it will develop the habit. Then you have to. They said, "Is this is a path that you go against the stream?" They said, "When Buddha got enlightened, he also was thinking, if I'm going to teach people in the world, people think that I'm crazy, <laughs> you know, because I'm these things that you go against what what normal people do, you know, and then it's very difficult to." To teach people. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like you, you know, then this is counteract, you know, counteract. So you have evil, you you bring out loving kindness, you know. And 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 and, and, and then if you if you have a, a very strong desires and some people have very strong lusts, then you just reflect on something that is like unbeautiful, like some people, like some people have uh, obsessed with food, you know and they like food so much. It's okay, sometimes it's delicious, but if you come to the point like you get so obsessed, then you have to Restrain ourselves. That's why normally I tell because especially for monastic, you you let go lots of things. The only thing you still you know you still can hold on to is like sometimes food. You know, <laughs> you still can have food. And I, and and this is something that that's what I told I told I told I told when I, when we you know in the monastery when I give Dhamma, talk I told that okay if you find yourself you know you 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 your, your, your craving for food is very strong so you have to you have to reflect and think of you know how the food that you eat. Eat in, and then you, the other hand, how the other end, how it looks like, then you no longer crave for the food anymore. You think, oh, this is look terrible, you know. And so, this is one of the ways then to reduce the craving for food. And this is how easy, you just replace, you know. And then the second one, you just to, to, to examine, to look at the danger, to look at the, 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 the danger of this. Uh, 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 thoughts that lead to, to examine, you know. Sometimes I say sometimes it's good that we when when we have that kind of thought, sometimes it's good that we question ourselves, you know. You know, is it gonna lead me to, to to happiness? You know, we question ourselves, you know. They say. sometimes it's quite good when I for example I remember that that you know, sometimes you feel you have this self-pity, you feel like you're being accused and you're terrible. How come, how come other people think of me like this, you know? Then, then when I started to, 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 to question myself, I said, why not? You know, <laughs> we, can't, we can't control how people to think of me. Then sometimes I keep, you know, you, sometimes you keep questioning yourself. I can guarantee you when you question yourself, you have the answer. Actually, we all deep down we know. <laughs> But sometimes it's good that we, we examine that, you know. And, the third, and then the, 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 there's a third way is not to give attention. Because sometimes when we focus, you give attention. This is how like, the man commits suicide because he lost his job. Because you manifest. You think that's you know that's the end of the world, you know, but actually it's not the end of the world. You just lose a job, you find another job. But sometimes how we get the, the, the danger part of that you get stuck in the that, you know. So decide not to pay attention. Just 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 know that it is some this is these thoughts is, you know. These are unwholesome thoughts that leads me to unwholesome state of mind when they take more suffering, then not to pay attention. Because once you focus, you pay attention, you you tend to amplify your suffering. And then your suffering becomes unbearable. So it's just like it's just okay, just ignore. Just knowing. It's just like you know how you do it, like touch and go. It's not to suppress or not to run away. It's not to pretend that it's not there, but you just Touch and go. Recognize and acknowledge that this is how then then you're aware of that. Then accept, forgive. And okay. Then go back again. Present moment awareness. Then it will stop. You just pay attention. Like for example, I have a, a clock in my in, in my cookie. It's there, it's always tick, 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 very sub. But when I don't pay attention, I don't hear anything at all. But sometimes when I pay attention, it's very loud. It's tick, 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 tick. When I meditate, I can hear tick, 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 tick. But then sometimes I just ignore and I just focus, you know, just focus on my meditation object. Focus, I don't hear it. But it's there because I don't pay attention. Not to pay attention. And then the the, the fourth way is not uh, try to calming, calming, stopping the cause of your thoughts that you know what causes you but sometimes for example like sometimes the mind sometimes the mind a bit boring and sometimes the mind like excitement like drama sometimes we you like to go into those thoughts because it give you excitement <laughs> that, that give you excitement then sometimes it's just okay you just just telling yourself that it's okay calming relax relax just relax or you just using like for example the Buddha said like you just uh, 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 bring you know your awareness to your body just relax your body or just tell yourself when you're you feel angry or whatever you know with the with those talks that you know that trigger your anger and you just tell yourself okay just calming yourself down with just, you know aware of your bodily posture and just awareness you bring your awareness it's it's also one of the uh, very good, useful tools that you do body awareness. Just bring your awareness to your body to feel how your body reacts through that particular thoughts. And it's also and it's a way of calming, calming your, your thoughts it's so that you're not forcing yourself, but it's a, it's a way to calming. And then it still doesn't work after four ways. The last one, you still have, then you have to restrain. Even you clench your teeth that you, you know, you feel like you almost want to strangle that person, you want to kill that person. Then you, you have to restrain yourself. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I remember when I was in Thailand. and Happily after meditation, then I do, I do, I cleaning that, I cleaning those uh, Sima Halls. You know, after mopping the floor so clean, so happy, so satisfying. That after the cleaning, and then someone wearing their shoes and walk in, and all the shoes print there. Wow, I was really mad. (laughs) I feel like I want to really want to strangle that person. I feel like I'm going to strangle strangle that person. Then, because I'm aware that there is something unwholesome, you know, something that, you know, then i just aware of that, I restrain myself. So that is a difference with suppressing and uh, um, suppressing and uh, uh, restrain. Restrain, you have the awareness, you're aware of that. You're aware that this will cause you suffering, will lead you to, 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 to commit And any unwholesome deeds, then you restrain yourself, no, no matter how, I'm not going to do it, you know, you just restrain yourself not doing it, but suppressing is that you're not knowing, but anything comes up, you just push it down, and then you become habit, like a default setting, not knowing that you're suppressing, so when suppressing that you don't have the awareness, you don't know. But restraining, you're aware of that. You consciously know. You're aware that because it's going to lead to the suffering, no matter what, I'm going to restrain myself. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to follow, you know. my, I'm not going to follow that train of thoughts, you know. They so say it's important that you it's, 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 have to train yourself, you know. There's no, no shortcut. Sometimes to to, to be able to live, you will never live a a positive life if you always think negative So that's why it's it's good that you train yourself, you know Get up early in the morning or before you go to bed Think something that makes you happy, that's grateful And this over period of time, you are naturally, it becomes like your nature A second nature, you just naturally, you know they say, they say sometimes that you, you, you can't say that last moment, you know, I can pull out, I, I can think of something positive. No, it's like most of, most of like, like people said last moment thoughts, you know, when you die, you know, then you, you can't, you can't, you can't last moment that force yourself to think something positive. Most, most of our thoughts is all That's why it's important, like the Buddha said, you know, you you keep doing it again and again. This is how it's become, you repeat the action again and again. Then you reinforce it. It's like become a default setting. Then you, you you just naturally you react to things, you know, you react to those thoughts, you know, without even consciously aware. You know, subconsciously you are doing it. And then it becomes very strong, in, uh, like uh, a very ingrained type of habits and it's very difficult, you know, to, to, to overcome that. That's why, that's why it's important train yourself present moment awareness in your daily life and it's important and the meditation because when your mind becomes more peaceful, you're peaceful and calm and you'll be able to restrain easier because you'll be able to say no easier. But if you're not peaceful, you're not calm enough, Somehow you even you know that this is something unwholesome, sometimes you still can 't bite back our tongue. we still want to say something you know, and but because of our our our, our 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 mind is not calm enough, not peaceful enough, so they say it's all come together mindfulness like present moment awareness develop your mindfulness, be more aware of that, you know then peaceful mind, your mind become very stable, very peaceful, and it's because it's all. They complement each other, you know, in our daily life, you know, whatever we do, we practice present moment awareness, develop a mindfulness because when the mindfulness is strong, then very easy when we meditate, we become peaceful very easily. So as our our stillness, our peace, you know, goes up, our mindfulness up. As a mindfulness up, we become calm, you know, it it it's it go this way and this go up, this will go up, this go up, this will go up. It's it's complement each other. So you, you can't say I only practice this, I don't practice that. I only you know focus, you know, just have samadhi, just stillness, you know. But without, 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 aware, without uh, uh 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 mindfulness, you know, like practice present moment awareness, you cannot you cannot develop the stillness. So when you, your mind become more and more still, that means your mindfulness is then is helped with your mindfulness because you'll be able to hold yourself to say no to those defilements. If not very easily, we easily follow the trend of thoughts and then we get lost in our thoughts, you know, go on and on and on and on. And sometimes that is a big, you know, that, you know, sometimes like right, the, the, the beginning of the thoughts and, and it's the end of the thoughts I can tell you, sometimes not related, isn't it? <laughs> not related at all. But the mind just go on and on and on. You know, one leading one leading the other. And then sometimes you say, "Hey, what happened? This has come and then the end. That completely nothing to do with this." This, the, the beginning of the thoughts is nothing related, isn't it? But the mind, just how the mind proliferate, how we make up all the stories. And then sometimes we cannot come up like a spiral and then we live in that world. This is how we create our world. So that's why it's good that we train ourselves in how to overcome your thoughts because our thoughts create our world. So I offer this to so dharma, reflection, may this teaching be of benefit to all of you. So any questions or comments?
1: Hi, Um, uh, with the thoughts arising um originating from something something instigating him something causing the thoughts to arise mm-hmm. now that's can be unconscious or can be consciously risen
0: also oh, when your mindfulness is strong you're more consciously aware of that but sometimes like people they quite blur and then especially when you train your mind that you always just react and then so quickly and then it's become like a default setting and you, you become like automatic pilot it just goes that's why it's important when you develop your mind you train your mind then you when your mindfulness is strong so you slow down so you don't you don't react impulsively you have more space to look at the thoughts because like more people it's if, you, if you don't train your mind you get easily get caught without even knowing that you get, you get caught and just lost in your, in, in your thoughts. Because that's why you have to train your mind, be able to see, that you be able to see that, you know. Because it's too close, when you, when you develop your mind, when, you, when you're more mindful, your mindfulness is strong. You now you practice present moment awareness in your daily life, and you sit in meditation, then your mind have more clarity, and you have more space. So whatever comes out, you be able to see. Because when it's too close, we can't see. And then, and then it's especially, it's become a, a a habit. And it's just like, you're doing it subconsciously without knowing. But then when your mindfulness is strong, your your, when your mind is, you have the stillness, when you have clarity, you'll be able to see it very clearly. That's why you have to train your mind to be able to see that. But if you don't train, many people are unable to see. they just act out of habit, like a default setting. This this is how we have to reset. We have to reset our mind and to train our mind. Does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, and I wanted to know also, instead of allowing them to be random, Uh if we can can possibly make a list and then think about items on that list.
0: Uh Uh, Can you repeat again?
1: Yeah, instead of allowing the thoughts to be random, yeah. have a list of what you want to think about oh, okay. and direct your thoughts. Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Sometimes you don't try to, 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 to direct your mind because sometimes uh, you're unable to catch that because uh, first of all, your mindfulness has to be strong enough. And then actually this is more like uh, as you train, you know that for example, it's naturally when you know that it's anger, then you know that okay, I'm I'm feel angry now. So then you say okay, then this is how. That's because when you when you have the clarity, you will be able to choose. You know that okay, this is a choice. I'm not choose to follow that. I'm not choose to follow the anger. So I choose okay. This is how I feel, even though I'm angry. I, I choose to forgive myself even though I'm, I'm angry or I've, I make a mistake or I've done something causes someone hurts or harm. So you choose to forgive yourself. That is also kindness towards yourself. Because when you have the clarity, you have more space. You'll be able to choose. You'll be able to, 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 to think of how to counteract. So that's like the training your mind to have more space is important this is how you slow down because normally most people are very quick the moment one thoughts out you know the habit is also immediately you know no 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 time to think you know no time to reflect but when you practice your you slow down your mind you have more space you know because it's actually it's very fast for example sometimes we know when we do chanting when we wander off, we'll be able to know that wander off. we can even continue to chant because you're aware of that. Because you, you have more space. So that's why you have to train your mind so that you have more space to be able to choose not to follow, and to use any strategy, any skillful means to counteract. So you have to have enough space in your mind able to do that. So is that answer your question?
1: Thanks very much. Thank
0: okay. you. So any more questions or comments? Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, thank you for the talk. Yeah. Uh, my question is about to say you're part of the family of that person who lost his job and went in you know, hung himself or whatever events that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if your example was real or or just um, uh-huh. for the sake of the the um, talk. Mm-hmm. But how does the family? How does that family cope with that suffering that that uh, event has caused? Like, I mean, they probably feel guilt and anger and sadness and mm-hmm. rejection and um, all sorts of other emotions that are quite strong yeah. um, and presumably
0: not not wholesome. Yeah, so it means that i you refer to that, um, that uh, is I give you the example, how the person family re- react to that. Mm. Actually, the, the, the wife, his wife is quite good because I come from her practice. That she's she's pretty calm, and, and she just said that actually, yeah, of course she still. Sometimes doesn't mean that we shouldn't feel sad, we shouldn't feel grave, You know, we know that, but you know, we still move on with life, and we understand that this is part of life. But the wife is quite good, you know, like she cope with that quite well. I think it's partly also come from the practice. Like, if, if you have the practice, when, when your mindfulness is strong, if you are a peaceful and calm person, you'll be able to deal with the situation better. When, when you're not trained, and very easily we get sucked in and we react to the situation, and then, and then we, we suffer more. You know, that's why it's important that we have to train our mind, you know, that when, when we are peaceful, when we are calm, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't feel we shouldn't feel sad, you know. But we know that we're sad. We just you know, because we've been practicing. Like for example, I know that, you know, my mom passed away, yeah, I feel sad, you know, then you know. But then I know that I continue to do that, you know, that it's caused me more suffering. Then one day I just realize that I don't have to think of I why why I want to think of that she she have left me? Why don't I think that I have her? So, then, it's just that, it's just actually, is is this, the wisdom actually is come from your practice, come from your, when you practice, when your mind have more and more clarity, you'll be able to see things, you'll be able to see why you suffer, and you'll be able to see that if you follow that, you know, that trends of thoughts will lead you to suffering, but without practice, without training your mind, you're unable to see that, you're unable to resolve, and... To, to resolve your your emotions or your your problems and all. that because when you, when 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 you have more and more clarity that means you have more wisdom. The wiser you are, the happier you are. It's just naturally. So it needs to yeah. to train. Of course if someone not trained, the mind is not trained, then it's very easy. sometimes people take years, can't come up. You know, go on and on and and so so live in the past, and they keep replay mm. again and again. They said you need to train your mind to develop your mind. When your mind is, when you have enough clarity, you are not so easily get sucked in. Is
2: it, is it, so, is it related to, to believing or feeling that there is, um, you know, that they will have another life, or that they that you will have another life, or? um another opportunity, or that okay. they're still happy in whatever form they now are, are in? Is, is that related to that, or not necessarily? Uh,
0: actually, it is more important that if you're, uh, if you're happy now, it's more likely you're happy the next moment and the next. So if you're not happy now, you think you'll be happy the next moment? It's okay whether there's next life or what, at least you know that, you know, In this moment, you are relieved, you are happy in this moment. So, any more questions or comments?
1: Hi, thanks for the talk. I was just wondering if you could um, talk a little bit more about um, present moment awareness and how you develop that and is it kind of developed through Okay. like breath meditation and
0: okay. um, that kind okay. of thing. Thanks. So, yeah, because a lot of people think that um, it's only sitting on the cushions, is a practice, but sometimes many people tend to neglect how important how we live our life. That's, uh, they say it's important in daily life, we train ourselves to be more Focus. But sometimes, for example, when you're doing dishes, sometimes while you're doing dishes, your mind will tend to wander off. You start thinking, you know, when they're doing dishes, you start thinking, ah, what I'm going to cook next meal, you know? And you know that, you know? Then that's the time you have to bring your mind back, okay, stop, not follow that, you know? Sometimes we'll get lost, you know? Even though they're doing dishes, but actually their mind is not with doing dishes. That is is how you train. It's okay, even your mind wander off, it's fine. So if you keep doing that, you, you're with what, with what you're doing. When you're, di- you're doing dishes, make sure you're fully focused on doing, you're fully here aware doing your dishes. It's okay, even your mind wander off many times, you still bring your mind back to focus on what you're doing now. And then if you keep doing that, it's naturally your mind will not travel too far. It's just like you have a, a, a dog, you know, you train and to come back. They naturally come back. It's just a like training the mind is a like training the dog is very easy. You know, you come back. It, 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 because this is how you condition your mind. You have to condition your mind. Like brainwash, you know, keep doing that, keep doing that. So you keep telling your mind you have to come back, you have to come back. So over a period of time, you you be able to focus because if you focus whatever you're doing you know whatever you're doing in this moment you give it all you have you, you know, 100% focus actually you do well in any, everything because you're focused whatever you do you give, give it 100% because you're fully here fully present and actually you're more efficient and you do well. Because we always, our minds scattered, we all wander off, we think other things. That's why we tend to we'll make mistakes. Especially it's more dangerous to people doing cutting, and you start to think you cut your finger. And, and they have to keep, you know, to do that, you know, you know, whatever you do, one thing at a time, and fully here. This is how being present. So you're not thinking the future, you're not thinking the past, but you bring your mind back fully with what you're doing right now. And you you need to train that again and again and again. It's just like any any Olympics or any world champion, how many hours they spend, like the swimmer, how many hours they have to swim, only for that one minute or how many seconds. (laughs) The same thing, this is how you train your mind. So does that make sense to you? Does that yeah. answer a question? OK. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Any more questions or comments? So rigid from Bolivia. This chanda idipada refer to the desires to let go and to be virtuous and compassionate and not to the desires of attaining jhanas of enlightenment because of desire jhana is painful. Sometimes you you you, you the desires actually elicit leads you do to let go of all the, the, the to, to, to abandon the, the all the desires. So there's uh, sometimes like this kind of desires is different from it's not different from like not, not from the sensual pleasure you want to get things, you know. But sometimes you have to desire to practice, desire that this is my goal, you know, that desires to to, to, to abandon your your your, your 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 defilements so and this is uh, a Hi, Ajahn, can I ask whether I should forgive myself for undisciplined, repeated, repeated skill, unskillful mistakes? Okay. So if a mistake has been repeated again and again, it's not a mistake, it's a choice. So you make that choice. So that's like, uh, yes, you forgive yourself, but you have to make an effort to change but no point that each, each time you forgive yourself, you do it again, and you do it again. And then if you do it again and again, it's not a mistake anymore. It's a choice. You make that choice. So that's why you have to put in effort to restrain yourself. How can I, uh, how can I deal with anger while at work? And when I can't always leave the situation okay Uh, Deal with anger when you're at work Sometimes it's good that um, when at work And one of the strategies you can use You can just stop and take three deep breaths Because that helps you have a break You know, because... That will, because you follow by thoughts, you know, you're thinking about it. And then you can just, on the spot, you can do that breathing exercise. You just do breathing in anger, breathing out peace, breathing in anger, breathing out peace. Because that is also to train your mind to give that psychological imprint in your mind that it's okay. You learn to make peace with that. You embrace it. Even you're angry, you embrace the anger. So you, you're breathing in Anger is a anger is uh, you're accepting the anger and then you're breathing out peace So you embrace, you make peace with the anger So you can just do it on the spot, it's helpful um, There's uh, many people that do it, uh, they find that after a few, few months they do it They find that it's really useful even at work and You can do it anywhere It's not necessary that you have to sit in meditation It's helpful mm-hmm. Dear Ajahn, how does actually thoughts connect with feelings as none? How the Ajahn observe all negative feelings and practice to grow positive one? Um, <clears throat> so for thoughts, whenever, sometimes the thoughts is come with, um, sometimes that is the, 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 the feelings arises with contact, the so thoughts also actually is like, there is a contact For example, sometimes we see certain things, or sometimes we see certain things, and then, you know, that is like like the mental contact, the mental object, sometimes we think, and that is when there is a contact, feeling arises. But for example, we see something, or we're in some similar situation, and then this is how it's triggered off a false. And then with a false, and then it's because there is a contact, you know that's because of your in the environment it's triggered off then the the feeling arises so that's like with that actually you need to practice your mind you know the your present moment awareness your mindfulness is strong then only you be able to catch that and not to follow that then you can grow you know like for example you know like for example I know that this is something even when I was young I know that this is something that that if I follow these thoughts that make me unhappy so uh, normally I stop so I will start thinking something that is positive like for example like I'm about my mother like rather I thinking of like she left me but I'm thinking of I have her for all these years but this you need to really train that your mind have to be like your, your mindfulness have to be strong enough to be able to catch that if not you have To have enough clarity to be to do that. If you don't have enough clarity, it's very difficult. That's why it needs to practice. My mom is very emotional immature. I want to forgive her, but don't want to take care of her emotional needs anymore. I feel tired about that. How to forgive while maintaining boundary. Yeah, sometimes you just uh, you don't have to force yourself to forgive. Sometimes you can always do loving kindness towards yourself that may I be able to forgive her. Yeah. Sometimes people tend to force themselves to forgive, but you don't have to force yourself to forgive. So and also sometimes it's yes, sometimes like um you have to make the person, you know, to, to forgive her. Then after that, you, you have to maintain the boundary, say, no. Sometimes you reflect on that. Sometimes you, you reflect on that. Sometimes saying no is not necessary, that is not kind. Because sometimes when we when we say yes to all things, actually we reinforce that person's defilements. We allow that person, you know. So, so sometimes we have to be more assertive to say no to things, you know, say sorry, you know. Yeah. Then after a while, the person will learn, you know, that you, you have to learn to say no. But then at the same time, to have loving kindness towards the person and forgive the person, knowing that you know the person also suffer. So any more questions or comments? No. Any more questions? Any more comments? No. no? Okay. Okay, going, going, gone, okay.